Hey there, welcome to Cadence in the Clouds, your podcast about everything purposeful and living life on your personal journey. I am Karen St. Colaire, your resident life architect and purpose alchemist. And today, I'll be talking to you about clarity. Let's get right into it, guys. Hi, everyone. So this week's topic is clarity on life. Being clear about your purpose, your passion, your movements, being clear about who you are, what you're about, and the things that you want done in this lifetime. Being clear about that blueprint that you're creating in your everyday life. Why clarity? Well, most of my topics for the next couple of weeks, maybe throughout the rest of the year, will all be around my book, The Divine Butterfly, Inspiration on the Journey to Your Purpose. This book I wrote last year, and this is actually the anniversary week of my release on Amazon.com of my book last year. It's available in soft cover and ebook if you definitely want to get a copy. I do encourage you to get a copy of it. But Clarity is the first chapter that I wrote. And the reason why I wrote that chapter first is because I also needed to share why I was writing the book and why I was clear about it and why the book was part of my purpose on this life's journey. So I want us to talk about when it comes to journey and purpose work, the clarity that's needed by each individual when you are doing the work, right? So clarity on life, that's the topic today. We're gonna get right into it. So the first thing I would like to say to you is you have to be consistent in words and actions when it comes to that purpose work. And the reason why you have to be consistent is we are in a day and age of social media and a lot of soft platforms. I call them soft platforms because everyone doesn't necessarily have to write a book, but you can have 2.5 million followers on social media and just really post about champagne and bubble gum and they call you the influencer. That's soft. And you have to make sure that the level of consistency that you have when you're building individuals, when you're building and inspiring individuals, when you're helping people move and meander through these forests that they encounter, because you know, part of this walk is it's a forest type of movement, right? Just trees, you see trees and leaves, that's it. Rocks, trees, twigs. You really don't see any clearing that much. You may not see any villagers. You're in a forest, but you have to be clear about what the end result is what the work is about. So you need to be consistent in words and actions. So I'm consistent in my purposeful movement, even with my friends. If my friends are doing things that I feel that are not, you know, healthy for them, or if I feel that they're doing things that won't help the end goal, or they're interacting with individuals that's really not about them 100%, I'm consistent in saying, let that go. Stop doing that or pay attention, right? And also at work, in my work that I do, if I know that this posts or this following this trend and or agreeing with cer certain things does not go with what I say that the brand is about or what my purpose is, because my brand is my purpose, I try to stay on, on track, then I'm being inconsistent. So I have to be consistent about all of these things and I'm very clear about that, very, very clear about that. So how do you receive clarity? I'll tell you what, my story, and I can only tell you from my story, how I received clarity was, you know, there's a level of hard-headedness that comes with being in Karen H. St. Hilaire. And I knew that, maybe in my 20s, I knew that the purpose work was going to be what I was supposed to do, but that's not what I wanted to do, 
right? Because I wanted to make coins. I wanted to be up and bubbling in Dublin. You know, that's what, that's what they would say in the rap songs. People work with me. And I felt that the purpose work and everything else was something that would not yield what I wanted. But I quickly realized that what I wanted did not matter. And what I wanted was not what God had in store for me. And you will hear me talk about obedience. Well, you know, I have a thing about obedience. I made sure I paid attention. It took me a while to get on the road. It took me a while to start driving that bus to do this purpose work, but I knew it was for me. And how it came was I would be that person that people will call. Oh, Karen, let me talk to you about something. I just want to talk about it, but I would never respond in a judgmental way. I would never respond in a way that was saying, let me let me sway you to the left or sway you to the right. I would always respond to the spirit. I, would, I have a knack for talking to people's spirit. I don't know. I would always respond to the spirit. And so I was consistent with the responses that I gave to people. And it was not deliberate. Let me tell you, I always say live deliberately and you have to be consistent with everything else. It was not deliberate. It was just a natural act. When those conversations came about, I spoke to spirit and not to the person or to the situation in the area or in the vibe and the energy that we were in. I always honed in on spirit and I don't know where spirit was, but spirit would tell me, you are talking to me, focus on me. The other thing is I dreamt the work. I would dream about the work. I would dream about the work that I'm doing now. And I never understood it. Like I saw myself doing certain speaking engagements. Let me tell you, deja vu is real in this type of work because you will see it. You will dream it. You will daydream it. You will be having out of body, out of, out of body shifts. Can't even talk with it. And you will not understand it until you get to the point when things are happening and you're like, Oh, I dreamt that six, seven, eight years ago. Oh, wow. This is, this is, this is the glitch in the matrix. Or, you know, this is another happenstance. Why is this, why is this reoccurring? But I dreamt it. When I started dreaming, I was like, you know, it's a dream. You know, that's not what I want to do. I want to be this. I want to be that. I'm not going to do that. And then the individuals who were around me, who were like-minded spiritual individuals, dreamt it as well. God, let me tell you about God. You joker. They dreamt it as well. And so when I'm walking away and I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. So I'll give you the perfect example. When I walked away the very first time when I started it, I started it the way I thought it was supposed to look. And then I became really frustrated and I stopped doing it for three years. I stopped doing all of this purpose work for three years in the early 2000s. And I clearly remember her name is Fatima Scipio. It was Fatima McCarter at the time. Fatima Scipio called me and said, I had a dream. And the dream that she had was the conversation that I was having in prayer. She was responding to the questions that I had. That was the dream that she had. And I was like, oh, okay. Secondly, my mom came and she had a dream and she's sharing. Okay. She doesn't know about the conversation that I had in prayer either, but she's sharing. And lastly, I had the final dream and I was like, all right, I got you. Um, let me get on this. And that is how the clarity really, really came. And that's how I really started understanding. So I felt like the dream, it came, I had it. God spoke to me about it. I was being disobedient or I was just being hard headed. And then people who were close to me spiritually, they had it very close to me. I can't get any closer than anyone, but then my mama, 
she had it and the last person to have it was me so everything i needed to know came in the form of dreams so i'm very big on dreams people as you know you hear more about that later on and so i felt like that purpose chased me down it chased me down the street it chased me down the street in my natural life in the physical world it chased me down the street in the spiritual world and it did it chase me in my dreams you know I'm an only child. I like dreaming. It was just chasing me down all over the place. So it became a natural movement for me. Purposeful movement, purposeful conversation, purposeful work and inspiration became a natural movement. Even now when I try to stop doing it, when I talk to people and I try not to talk in that space, it's a natural thing. So when I don't, I find that when I don't speak in the tone, in the terms of inspiration, I'm being called a whole lot of other adjectives and not that person people feel as though that I'm being negative but I'm not it's sometimes I just try to separate the two and not that they're wrong because I'm one and the same but it's my purpose was so clear I had clarity early on I just took a while to get on the road uh let me tell you about this thing called disobedience right I have a phobia of disobeying God I disobey my mama I disobey a teacher I might disobey a boss but this being God, honey, that's a whole other conversation. I can't do that. I'm afraid. Um, why are you afraid, Karen? Well, let's start with the fact that he runs it all. And when you with the person that run it all, you get it together. Right. And so you don't want to be the one in the corner being disobedient and not understanding what's going on and figure out why the world is passing you by. I had a phobia of disobeying God. And I felt like when the dream and the purpose started chasing me down the streets of Brooklyn, New York, I understood I had to stop. And for some of you, it chases you down the street. So what I want you to think about now is, self, when have I had these dreams? When have I had that conversation? When have people who are close to me spiritually, emotionally, when have they come to me and responded to the questions that I had in prayer with God? When have they been so on point, spot on with the responses? When have I experienced that? And then when you do that, when you realize when it happened, then you have to basically write it down and see if anyone else has other responses, anyone else makes other comments. And then that's really where clarity comes in because you're not listening, right? When everything that you do purpose-wise becomes a natural movement when you know figure out when individuals came to speak to you with regard to the purposeful walk that you had questions about when did they come and share information with you that only you and God know about when did they come and they actually gave you a job and or a service to do within that purpose that you have been thinking about dreaming dreaming about and having conversations when those things begin happening you have to understand that God is starting to talk to you that this purpose journey has started that this inspiration is being poured into you because you're going to need it and last but not least you have been activated and so now you have to move clarity doesn't come with you having to understand because you read about it, because someone else that you know is doing it. Clarity comes when you know the spirit has spoken and you understand what they're saying. More importantly, spirit has now 
touched other individuals to bring the information to you. Clarity comes when spirit speaks. That's when you know that you're clear and on purpose. That's when you know the journey has begun. Oh, it has the journey begun. Because when spirit starts talking, it doesn't stop, honey. Ooh, child. Talk and talk and talk away. So the thing about that's it goes into having that, that circle of individuals and people who will speak to you and, and, and who will understand what's happening and not try to downplay it or try to diss you, you know, try to be like, oh, girl, why are you doing that? Oh, dude, what's that about? No, they understand it and they just know that they have to pour and walk away, not comment, not try to be the one to help you figure it out. They just do their job and walk away because they too are on assignment. Then you will find that it gets a lot easier and way clearer when individuals begin gravitating to you with regard to that work, with regard to that purposeful journey. Individuals that you've never met or that would not interact with you in certain ways, they begin gravitating to you within the scope of that purpose movement, okay? They start gravitating to you within the scope of that purpose movement. And it's natural. You're not going out there seeking it. You're not trying to make a name for yourself. They hear about you. Your name begins to be spoken in certain circles, but in a different way. I said it in my last podcast, and I'll say it again. You know, this book that I've written, I wrote it because it was part of the journey and it was the assignment for that season. And I had a tough time doing it because I kept asking myself, who are you? Who have given you validation to do that work? And it wasn't until everything was said and done that I realized, you know, that was my ego talking, but I was very clear. Oh, I was very clear as to what I wanted to do. When I was in Cuba and I was in that ocean, it came. Clarity, clarity happened when I started writing and individuals in my circle, like that Jasmine Bellamy, some of you might know her, will call and go, okay, so what's going on? What chapter you want? Fatima Scipio, okay, what are we doing? What's next? You know, and other individuals, Joss, all these people were like, okay, what's going on? And there were few people that knew I was writing this book, but the ones that I told, the ones I shared the the journey and the purpose, that 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 purpose journey, the ones that I shared this assignment with, they were on point. They were there for it. And I remember one friend, a very close friend of mine, he said to me, you don't want to know what will happen to you if you decide to be disobedient to God. Okay, talk about somebody being scared. He scared the bejesus out of me. That walked with me throughout the entire assignment. So if you, if I wasn't clear, <laughs> People, if clarity was not upon me, let me tell you, that day, it was like, hi, fluorescent lights all around. Let's keep me moving. Stop complaining. Get on it and do what God has purposed you to do. So clarity comes to you in a natural way. People start gravitating towards you. And when people gravitate towards you, they talk differently. They talk within the scope of that purpose. They talk within the scope of that work. They talk as if you are in a totally different world. Now they can step out of that world, which is your spiritual world, because especially if you're doing a purpose journey and, and a God-given guided journey, that's all happening in the spiritual realm. 
these people can step out with you like they step out with me and we go into a natural realm and wreak havoc on the world however when you step back in that conversation is so consistent it's so it's so clear and I'm using the word clear and clarity as much as I can because I need you to understand that this purpose work does not it, though there's doubt though there's fear clarity is very much so part of the foundation and obedience is the law okay obedience is the law so make sure the people that you have around you when you start doing this purpose work that you share the work with speak to the movement speak to your success speak to your doing the work that is purpose in obedience and with decency and order yes this in the bible but more importantly that they encourage you throughout the way they should not try to sit back and say girl no dude no uh-uh then you know how do i say this folks will naturally doubt you throw shade it's natural now here's what i find sometimes people are placed in your life to naturally doubt you to naturally throw a monkey wrench to and when i say naturally sometimes it's not from a place of malice it's not from a place of malice it's really from a place of growth Ha <laughs> because some of the speed bumps that they put in the way the questions or the negation that comes from them should allow you to think and process and receive the answers prayerfully spiritually you will get the answers so sometimes it's not from a place of malice so don't think everybody's hating on you and shading on you but you want to know the shade and the hate you know what i'm saying because you can't do both you're going to be in one if you push everybody away then you're just going to be by yourself okay we're going to take a commercial break and then i'll come back and talk about you know how you should understand and and, and do a self-assessment on this purpose journey and clarity all righty hey y'all so i said i wrote a book and the book is the divine butterfly and it's a year old and i'm excited and i am so blessed to have had so many people support me and for that i say thank you and i will continue to say thank you and i will say thank you as much as i can say thank you but i do want you to go onto amazon.com and search my name karen h st hilaire and you will find this beautiful girl on the cover of a book called the divine butterfly inspiration for the journey to your purpose and you purchase that book it's 9.99 it comes in a soft cover and it comes in an ebook and guess what it comes in bulk orders you can get one get one for somebody who's going to college get one for a student who you know needs to understand that they're on a purpose journey for the next four years if you're an educator a principal a teacher a, a gym teacher a guidance counselor get a couple and have it in your school's library or have it in your school office but I do encourage you to get the book get it for yourself get it for a friend get it okay I'm back so you know you have to do commercials right so why not have the first commercials be yours I'm clear about the work that I have to do and I'm clear about my purpose journey and part of my purpose journey is still promoting the book that I wrote a year ago so we're talking about clarity on life and clarity and the journey to your purpose so one thing I know, right, when you start sharing the vision that you've had about what God wants you to do or what you want to do next or the movements that you're trying to make, when you share that vision with certain individuals, there's some who will doubt you, there's some who will encourage you, and there's some who will remain silent. The doubting, encouraging, and the silence are all part and parcel. It's part of the course. You need it because those who doubt you will ask questions that will make you second guess yourself. And you should be able to answer that. And if you can't go to God in prayer, 
the people who remain silent you might be like okay i don't know i don't know how to take this but they might still let me process it allow them that time to process it because if you've trusted these group of people information to share what you know this vision that you have then you should be able to respectfully allow them to process so they can answer you properly now the per people who negate it ask there's a time for you to have a conversation to ask why, why, why I gotta be doing something silly why is that not gonna work why? ask those questions because you need to be able to answer other people when the negation comes and the ones that support you prayerfully tell them continue to support but definitely check me when you see that I'm going off course keep them in mind when you are really in that dark space and you need to just release or when fear creeps in because fear honey I had two major accountability partners when I was writing that book let me tell you when fear hit when fear f-e-a-r came into my life with this book I thought I was a 12 year old and somebody just took my candy I was losing it but I was able to call one of two people or both or text them snap them or whatever and when I tell you that God allowed them to pour when I tell you that they held me up it was everything that I needed and I'm totally indebted to them forever. They can't get rid of me. I'm like a scab on their freaking knee, like a scar when you had a thing. But anyway, so when you get to the point where you're, you, you have a vision and you say you need clarity, here's some tips. Okay. I'm going to give you like five tips. The first tip is write down the vision, write it down, write the vision, make it plain from Habakkuk, Habakkuk, write it down. And then when you've written it down, try then to define for yourself what you think it is. Maybe two, three pages, might be a paragraph. What is it? So I was given the vision to open a school in Guatemala. Why Guatemala, guys? What happened to Brooklyn? LeBron just opened a, a school in Akron. Write it down. Give it the definition of what everything that you received when you got that vision, write it down. Secondly, keep a log and you can do it in the notes on your phones of every time you see a commercial an advertisement or any you hear conversations or any outside influence that pertains to the gift that was given so for example if you got the, the vision to you know do a shoe line then you see these new Nikes that are coming out and the ads on the buses, they're on the train. And, and then you see some commercials on TV and this, these new shoes boast to do A, B, C, D. You need to be able to list all, because that's part of God telling you it's time and it's your season and you belong in this stream, right? Third, what do I know about this project that is given to me? What do I know? So if it's a school, what do I know about education? What do I know about children? What do I know about Guatemala? But when he gave you the vision, he might've given you an aspect of it or just a big picture. What do I know about what was given? What don't I know? You know that was coming. What do I not know? Now, go back to what do I know, right? And under that, what can I learn or what can I build on from the what I know list? 
So you'll be surprised of what you can and can't do. You'll be surprised of what you know, and you'll be really surprised of what you can build on to make you more of an expert. I'm using that word loosely to make you more knowledgeable about what it is that you are given to do. And then what do I know? What do I on the not know list? Who can I contact? Who are the point people in my life? Who are individuals who I know that can help me do more or get information about the I don't know section? Because the I don't know section is important. But guess what? When he gave you that vision, you've always had people in your circle, on your team, around you, part of the, you know, one person, two persons, three people removed in that room that can give you information that you need. So it's all about writing down these lists. Okay. What, what, what did he give you? Write it down. What did he give you? And what have you seen that influences that speaks to what he gave you? Define it, write down what you saw. What do you know? What do you not know? Who can help you with what you don't know? These lists are important because then you start seeing the growth. It's like, they, I don't have any kids. Aha. And, but all of my friends, my brother just had a cute little baby. Hello, Kaya. She's new, like three days old. But you know, the thing is you have, you have these babies. You, 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 okay. So the thing is you get pregnant. That's the vision. That's the idea. And then you go through the gestation stages. That's building. And then we give birth. For a lot of us with our purpose work and our movement, we have to be clear about the fact that it's not nine months. You know, the new question is, can I write a book in three months? Yes. Can I write a book in six months? Yes. Can I write a book in 12 months? Yes. But he gave you the blueprint. You have resources. The more resources you have and the more that you can answer the questions that I gave you, the easier the work will be because then you'll be able to tap into your different areas. You have to be clear about what you know and what you don't know. You have to be clear about what you have and what you don't have. But more importantly, you have to be clear about who you have and who you don't have. Are you clear about the vision? Are you clear about the work? Are you clear about the outcome? Think about these things. It's important that you know that you are purposeful. It's important that you know that you are here by divine order. The work that you have to do and the work that you will do will be important to our greater good. And I want you to understand everything about you, everything. He was clear, he was purposeful, and more importantly, he was loving. So that was this week's podcast. Please, please, please leave a comment or do as you've been doing. Send me a note or slide into my DM and let me know how this has helped you. But more importantly, share this with a friend. Share this with a colleague. Ciao.